everyone, and thank you very much for joining me to the latest episode in our premier fitness podcast series titled The Importance of Being Agile, where I'll be speaking to the award-winning personal trainer, Mr. Jason Jackson, who will be shedding some light on how COVID-19 has affected his business and how he's adapted. Well, good morning, Jason. I know you're a very busy man, so thank you very much for taking the time out to speak to me today and to shed some light on uh, what you're doing for our listeners. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Morning, morning, Susie, and thank you for inviting me uh, onto your podcast. Uh, you know, looking forward to having a chat with you today. Do you be able to give us an overview of, of kind of how you, came, how you came into the industry and sort of your career journey to date, please? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Love to. <clears throat> um, yeah. So basically, uh, you know, in my in my professional life, I've always followed my passions. Uh, you know, followed my heart and my. Um, you know, the two things I was into growing up was uh, music and training. So I spent five years uh, at the BBC, and I was an assistant producer at Top of the Pops. Um, before going on to be part of the team that launched One Extra um, alongside Radio One. So I did that for about five years before moving into um, health and fitness. Um, <clears throat> so this was back in 2000 and 2007, 2008. I became the first elite trainer at Virgin Active Cricklewood. Um, I suppose I spent the next four years, um, you know, just getting my head down, honing my craft. Um, and then in 2012, um, I became the strength and conditioning coach or became one of the strength and conditioning coaches at Brentford Football Club. In 2013, I moved to the city uh, and became the first master trainer at the Broadgate Club. That's kind of Liverpool Street. Uh, in 2015, I was named Virgin Active's PT of the Year. In 2016, I launched my consultancy practice. In 2017, I became a master of science in sport and exercise nutrition. Um, and my thesis was on uh, the integrative effects of training and nutrition on male testosterone. Um, in 2018, I became the number one personal trainer in Virgin Active nationwide. Um, so I became the icon personal trainer. There was only one, you know, the role was created um, for me, possibly. Um, and then in 2019, I became the director of nutrition at the Advanced Coaching Academy. So that's working alongside or, or for Phil Learning. Um, and then in 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, I became the academy nutritionist at Millwall Football Club. So I work with the under 23 players. And I'm just in the process now of kind of rolling out um, a vitamin D testing program. So I'm just working with the sports scientists there. You know, we was kind of discussing this last night. It's a kind of routine testing and, and uh, you know, analysis of vitamin D um, insufficiency levels amongst the players. So that kind of, I suppose, brings us up to date in a quick overview. So you've not done much then, Jason. Really. <laughs> um, decided, yeah, I'm not going to do very much. I mean, goodness me. Wow. So how do you fit the time in for all of that? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll uh, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's part part of that is what keeps me motivated and um, you know, enthusiastic and passionate about this this profession. I mean, you know, it's, there, there are easier ways to earn money, right? You know, that don't require um, five a.m. alarm alarm clocks and you know yeah. being on your feet feet all day. Um, but you know, it's a wonderful job, and you know what I've done consistently throughout my career is um, you know self development and learning, learning, and then implementing and sharing you know new skills. So you know, part of 
part of this stuff is just um you know a drive to keep you know honing and, and perfecting and you know mastering my craft um you know I, I have plans to go on and do a doctorate become um you know dr jason um and you know to be honest i'm never going to be asked to, to to reach that level of academia but you know i want to i want to do that you know for my own development and just to see you know truly how far we can take this so that's on your list to do then is it amongst all that's not yeah that's on that's on my list to do you know obviously there's a huge amount of time um you know five to eight years of study um and then you know actually finding time to fit that study into you know into what is a um uh you know busy busy career anyway so yeah you know maybe or, or maybe i'll you know retire and go on and do a doctorate who knows but oh, yeah well, i would i would love to do that yeah, that would be that would be amazing um and just to just to literally just backtrack a little bit so why why did you move away from what you were doing um to come into the industry what was kind of that um that kind of trigger because they're very different kind of backgrounds aren't they so so why did you come into the sex sector um well i guess I, I suppose i didn't really appreciate appreciate the, the full extent of the uh the bonuses or the positives of this career when i first moved in but you know i came from um working in radio and working in the bbc and it was this like huge um you know entity um which was kind of very you know there was kind of um a real um you know you had to kind of pay your dues and you know, there's a real hierarchy to it and you know you had to wait for kind of people to you know move away or die before you could kind of move on and up um, and i found it quite frustrating and then once i've moved into health and fitness you know i just kind of found that you know the world is your oyster and you can go in any which direction you want <clears throat> you know explore um you know master or become an expert in you know whatever kind of field um you know really kind of excites excites you and um you know just i suppose the freedom of um the profession and being able to take your career in you know uh you know any which direction is 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 what kind of excites me about this job yeah you know because you can literally decide you know how 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 big you want to be really can't you depending on you know what your, what your niche is so do you do you share the the common theme that i've discovered um since being in the sector that there's nothing quite like um the feeling of being able to really support someone and help someone and for them to turn around to you and just say thank you so much yeah uh, yeah i mean it's um it's it, it, it's wonderful to have such a positive uh, effect on 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 your clients and I, I don't think there's any job where people really appreciate what you do for them as much as our one um you know i've had uh you know clients have become good friends of mine lifelong friends um you know they've attended uh, you know they've been at my wedding um you know they've been around my house for dinner um you know one of them helped style me for my own wedding um you know coming to suit fittings with me um you know just kind of forming those kind of relationships with with people and um you know having a positive impact in their lives not just in their you know body composition or their fitness levels but you know improving their um you know energy levels mood you know outlook taking care of their well-being um uh you know it's 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 a privilege to be to be able to do that yeah definitely and there and there is there is so much of uh 
of a, of a crossover more than more than just explaining to somebody how to do a squat, isn't there? You end up discussing all sorts of things because you build up a really good trust between yourself and your clients. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've um, spent, you know, one of my clients I trained in this morning at six o'clock this morning. You know, we train uh, three times a week, three hours, you know, three hours a week. We've been doing that for, for, I don't know, about seven, eight years or something like that. So, you know, we've spent a lot of time in, in, in each other's company and, you know, you, you, you form a bond and, you know, you get to kind of, I suppose, um, understand how people tick. Um, and, um, you know, the, these kind of relationships are genuine and, and um, you know, organic and take place, you know, build slowly o over years. Very fulfilling. Very, very fulfilling. Um, you mind you, that's down. That's obviously down to you and, and and the fact that you are clearly great at building super relationships um, with your with your clients, which is equally as important as being well qualified. Um, so, Jason, the last year has been a challenge for the sector, to say the least. Um, can you explain to our listeners or describe? How how this pandemic has affected your business because you you know you, you're clearly very successful. The, you know the pandemic has come along. How how has this affected you and you know and how you provide your services? <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean the business changed overnight, and I believe that change um, you know is going to be permanent to some degree. Or you know the the the, the business will never return. In exactly the same way as it was, you know, in 2019. And I think, um, you know, from the health club operator to the, um, you know, experienced PT to, you know, the, the guys just coming into the industry or the ones that have qualified um, very recently, um, you know, we shouldn't expect or, you know, hedge our bets on it returning exactly how it was. And, you know, we need to adapt and evolve to the new world. And, you know, there are, there are, you know things like you know sticking with the principle of progressive overload you know how we how we've had to reconsider exercise selection programming and so on um you know and limitations of equipment weight and so on um you know and the way that we we coach clients you know i'm a big fan of touch cues um you know obviously i can't do that if i'm coaching behind a screen so i've had to kind of adapt my style of coaching um but you know there are um you know, there, there are a lot of positives that have come out of it. And you know, I suppose that's what I would encourage, um, you know, anyone to kind of be, 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 you know, I'd encourage people to kind of reframe your kind of thoughts um, on the future. And I'll give an example. So that, that client I mentioned earlier, um, you know, we've been able to maintain the continuity of our training, you know, throughout the pandemic. Um, in fact, more so, you know, I've trained this guy whilst he's been in Doha, Zurich, the Maldives, Mallorca and Paris uh, just in the last year alone. And unfortunately, you know, I wasn't there in person to be delivering these sessions on a beach in the Maldives. But, you know, I was able to do that from uh, from behind uh, behind a screen. Last week, I delivered an exercise class in Amsterdam, you know, just popped over to Amsterdam in the morning. Not literally, unfortunately, uh, once again. But, you know, I've in the last year, I've taught, uh, you know, personal training sessions, one-to-one -one personal training sessions, you know, in, in, in multiple um, countries around the world. Um, well, the I've, world. Trained clients, I've trained clients at 5 a.m. Um, 
which, you know, obviously does have its drawbacks, but, you know, I'm now no longer limited by, um, you know, locations or times or time zones. You know, I don't need a gym to be open. Um, you know, I, I can, I, I'm able to do this stuff at any point anywhere in the world. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the advantages, I would say, is that, you know, the world has become suddenly a much smaller place because we're all having meetings, like you say, you're doing your sessions. You know, the only thing you have to worry about if you're, I guess, teaching abroad is this it's just the difference in the time zone. You're not going to be waking people up in the middle of the night to uh, to do an exercise um, session. But no, the world has definitely become a much smaller place. And so... So when this kind of happened, did you did you sort of sit down and have a bit of a plan as to what you were going to do? Or did you just kind of, did things just sort of naturally evolve into becoming more sort of an online offering? Um, I, I, I put the action in um, and, you know, look to identify opportunities. Um, but I don't, I, don't, I don't have a plan. Um, and I think it's important, I suppose, not to have a plan and just to be flexible and to, you know, look for those opportunities uh, and be able to kind of adapt um, and, you know, try and put myself put myself out there. Um, and, you know, we if we look at, you know, look at client goals, clients are still going to want to lose weight. They're still going to want to get fit. They're still going to want to get in shape. Um, we just need to find resourceful solutions to help them achieve their goals. Um, and there's going to be other, other things that are going to, you know, I, I kind of mentioned at the beginning, um, you know, the business has changed, um, you know, permanently changed overnight. And, you know, coming back to this, this same client, because he's, he's a great example of this, um, you know, an early adopter, you know, very natural behind a, um, you know, training behind a, behind a screen. You know, we, we trained in Soho House and stuff like that. Um, people like, like my client are going to be able to walk into gyms, uh, you know, when they reopen and, you know, in the kind of usual formulaic way, a salesperson receptionist is going to say to them, you know, do you have a personal trainer? Do you want me to, um, you know, put you in touch with the um, PT manager, the head coach or whatever? And he's going to just be able to just tap his phone and be like, no, I'm OK. I've, I've brought my trainer with me. He's, he's literally in my pocket. Um, and, you know, I know other trainers that do this where, you know, the clients walk into a gym or, a, you know, a health club, health chain or like a hotel gym and then just set up their phone in the corner of the room and, you know, move it around. And, you know, they've got their headphones in, you know, this, that will change the game. You know, people will, clients will be able to bring their own trainers in, into the gym. And, you know, a health club is not going to be able to say, you know, you can't, you can't have a phone call whilst you're in, in, in the gym. So, you know, they, they will need to adapt in some way. So there are, there are definitely positives, um, are coming out of this and people are being um you know, resourceful and they're they're adapting and you know adapting things to kind of suit them and their needs absolutely i couldn't agree with you anymore and do you think in your opinion that when operators are looking for pts coming into the sector do you think they will now be looking for PTs who can deliver on a face-to-face -face basis and a virtual basis so they will therefore do you think they will continue to offer a blended approach? Do I think operators will? Yes. So you know, like you were just so you know, like you were just saying that, you know, if I was gonna if I you know, if I if you were my PT, I'd have you on my phone and I would go into a gym and and absolutely that that's fine. But do you think 
you know, if I was at David Lloyd or Virgin or wherever or Pure Gym, that actually they will then be looking to have PTs that can deliver face to face, but can also deliver on a virtual basis. So I can choose as a member if I haven't got a PT, whether or not I want to have a face to face consultation and or, or if I want to, you know, um, have one at home and, you know, and do a work at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think it's the city centre health clubs and boutiques that are going to be most kind of uh, uh, vulnerable or most at risk, you know, with the high rents and the, you know, uh, arguably or potentially low footfall in those areas. So operators should be looking for hybrid trainers and, you know, should be looking to hire people with this new skill set. Um, but I would, you know, I would question whether they can expect a cut of their, you know, trainers' revenue that they've generated outside of that, um, you know, and how that, you know, where their jurisdiction lies with that. So operators will need to become, you know, very savvy and efficient at generating this online business. Um, I think a lot of their social media presences, um, you know, are lagging behind. I think the boutiques are, you know, far ahead of the kind of the big health clubs um, because they've had to be, um, um, you know, resourceful, um, you know, and savvy with their marketing already. So I think they're used to that. I think, um, you know, some of the um, operators have been, you know, managed by um, general managers that have been in that role for, for, you know, many, many years and are kind of, I suppose, um, you know the, the the world the world was already changing and then now you know the rule book's just been ripped up um Absolutely. so i think um you know and I, I think i think sometimes the perception of remote training is you know is being um pitched as a budget project uh, product and i think that's wrong um you know so ultimately trainers are still exchanging their time for money and you know imparting their same level of expertise um so i think a lot of i think a lot of operators will struggle to get with the times um but they should be you know they should be looking for hybrid trainers i think the boutiques um are gonna kind of leap ahead with with with, with this in that direction in that regard Absolutely. yeah no i think i agree with you and um certainly a digital digital service i think is very much here to stay now um i think it was already kind of you know coming you know um along but definitely since since we've had this past year of, of working very differently it's certainly here to stay um so i know that you did our or you you started to do our um virtual coaching specialist course because you wanted to increase your knowledge how's that kind of going and and what sort of um what you know what difference is it making yeah i mean for me it, it's crucial um or you know it will be a case of of survival um to adapt and evolve into the new world um you know obviously some of um or most of my um skills and experience um you know uh, are entirely transferable but you know i can't rely on uh you know a reputation from um 2019 previously to um you know to take me through into the next evolution of this profession so you know for me it, it's 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 of paramount importance to to learn the new skills or to appreciate the new skills and um you know i i found the the course very um 
uh, insightful so far. Um, you know, I, I like the way that's kind of grounded in um, you know very savvy business practices um, that would apply in you know whatever kind of product you're you're dealing with. You know, obviously we our product is health and fitness, but um, you know these are kind of principles that um, recur throughout business. And um, yeah, you know, I, I that style of learning suits me. You know, where um, you know you're presented with the information, and you kind of learn at your own pace. And, you know, you can, um, you know, delve into a bit more detail in some of the kind of topics, topics that, um, you know, interest me or, you know, I feel I need to kind of spend more time learning. So, yeah, you know, the, the style of learning suits me and I, I found, the, found the course quite insightful. You know, I, I've not really done any kind of real business um, study previously. And that probably kind of just takes us back to what you were talking about at the beginning of this episode in terms of you know what is your kind of your winning facets your success and for for you um you know maybe other people will not be able to be as um academic as you are but in terms of that constant learning cycle at the end of the day you know knowledge is power at the end of the day isn't it and it gives you with that would you agree that almost gives you like a newfound confidence um the reason I ask that is, is that, you know, when I speak to uh, PTs and, you know, and we talk about going online and things and, you know, they sort of play work, we're just not quite sure what to do. And, you know, I lack confidence. And I, I, you know, I do feel there is, there is that kind of, oh, God, I'm just not sure what to do. Whereas, you know, it's like, like, like you've done, you thought, right, I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn what to do. And then I'm going to start practicing. And then eventually this will make a difference. And, do you think that's really important to kind of try and get yourself in that mindset of just, you know, try not to worry too much about the fact that you've not, you've not done online before. Um, it's a new world, we're all in a new world, you know? So yeah. What are your kind of thought, thoughts on that? Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, some, some people are, some, some trainers are, you know, very versed and very experienced um, in, in the online, in the online world. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, others like myself are more, you know, hands are more in-person trainers. Um, but, you know, I was speaking to a couple of lads that I was, um, uh, you know, they were talk talking to me about kind of doing some kind of development on their business and kind of mentoring them. And, you know, I pointed out to them, it's almost like, um, you know, the Wild West now, right? It's like the gold rush in that, um, you know, the world, our industry, other industries have moved, uh, you know, certainly online or moved away from just the, you know, one location, the health club. Um, so everyone is has an opportunity now. It's almost like the, you know, we're we're now um, starting from scratch, and we're all going to step forward into this new world. Um, and you know, we have, you know, we're all we're all starting from scratch, building up our own product. So for me, it's just important just to. Um, get out there and 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 do it and um you don't need to bring a polished refined product to market in fact quite the opposite you know i i um was introducing some stuff to my clients this week and i was like you know this is just a kind of like a beta idea that i wanted to kind of test out you know this is my ideas this is the reason behind it if you want to kind of play around with it then you can kind of feed back to me and then we can kind of refine and um you know develop it and you know shape it to kind of suit you but really um i don't think anyone needs to be thinking they don't they struggling with the idea that they don't know all the answers or don't have the finished product you know just just do something just take action 
and you know look for an opportunity and shoot your shot I think I absolutely agree with you. You know, if people have already bought into you as a personal trainer um, on a face-to-face -face basis, then they're bought into you at the end of the day. They like you, they like what they like what you do, they trust you, they like what you stand for. And you're so right in as much as you know, things might not be polished straight away, but people prefer that because you're kind of authentic. Um, and you know, I think much more relatable. So I completely agree with you. And we've discussed, you've just sort of touched on that there about the fact that whereas previously, you know, you being a you know, really skilled professional in the centre of London, you've got prime, prime location, etc. 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 Whereas historically, you know, PTs at the opposite end of the country might not have so many advantages. Whereas now, what this has proven is that offering a blended service and this online um the online capability actually it's a level playing field now isn't it really in terms of being able to be success you know be successful and um you know looking to you know make that living it's it's really changed change things i think yeah i mean geographical locations don't matter time zones don't even matter um you know the advice i would have given trainers two years ago um you know, even if they lived in, you know, surrounding areas, Essex, Surrey or whatever, would be to, to work in the city of London, Canary Wharf or Mayfair. You know, that that's what I would say. Um, and it's almost like the opposite is true now. Uh, you know, that might not quite be the case, but um, from a face to face to face perspective, the suburbs, uh, you know, are going to be a great place to work now. Um, and you've only got to look at Grenade J. Um, who um you know has been in in the online world for, for for many years um you know the guy you know lives down in chichester and um you know not him personally but but for your for your average client there you know clients are not going to be paying brighton prices let alone london prices let alone the city or mayfair prices but you know now none of that matters if if you take your business online um you know you can reach clients you know anywhere in the world from from anywhere or certainly anywhere in the uk right so you know you don't need to be commuting into the into the center of london um to to, to chase those clients definitely definitely and just so that we can sort of un understand so so with the changes that you've made would you say that your business has been pretty consistent throughout this last sort of 12 months has it really you know how much of a positive impact has it has it had for you and your delivery model um <clears throat> yeah good question um you know i think i think a lot of my clients just un understood uh you know how how the world was up in the air you know we're 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 now in our third lockdown um uh you know gyms have, have closed etc um and you know they've understood as much as i have that you know in order to kind of continue to be making goals and you know we've we've been very successful as a team um you know that we need to take a flexible approach um <clears throat> So yeah, you know my business has 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 done well. In fact, it it was better than the previous year, um, but it it does seem that uh, you know I'm spinning a lot of plates. Um, you know I don't, you know I've had to take a quite a flexible approach in yes. and and not kind of um, you know projects just come up and you know I've been a very I've kind of had to. Uh, you know, I've always been like that, as you can probably tell, but, you know, um, 
you know, carpe diem, I've really like had to seize the day and, you know, when things presented, you know, grab hold of them in both hands and, um, you know, move them forward. So whether that's, um, you know, the last month alone, I did a talk indeed, awaken um, with you, um, a podcast with a buddy of mine, two podcasts, um, and then I've got an event next month. So a lot of things have kind of really kind of flourished, um, which I wouldn't have predicted um, or weren't part of a part of the grand, you know, master plan. But you know, they presented themselves, and I've just been like, yeah, you know, let's do it, and let's 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 do that to the best of our ability. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so what you're kind of saying there is that um, you've had to you you you've, you've you've not kind of just sat back and thought, well, things will come to me. You've 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 sort of had to do the early starts, the late nights, the, the weekends, um, and then. You know the, the the output from that and the benefit if you like is the fact that things have begun to come your way and it's, it's been pretty consistent so so you know again that's 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 probably relating back to what is your you know your kind of winning facets is the fact that you know you're constantly wanting to learn and understand but also the fact that you are prepared to be agile and be flexible and and, and not just wait for things to happen which is you know really what's needed isn't it yeah i mean you know, it sounds like a cliche, but I, I, I actually think it's the best way to kind of uh, give you a succinct answer on that. That you know, I feel this year um, I've been, you know, I've been fortunate, I've been lucky, um, but fortune favours the brave. Yes, um, is, is, how, is how is how is how I'd say it. You know, yeah, I've I, I've I've made my own luck. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, we can we can certainly we can certainly hear that from everything that you've been telling us that you've been doing. Um, Jason, I could speak to you for hours and hours and hours, and I know that you're going to come back because there is there's there's so much more to hear about from you. But just just if we could um, think about wrapping this one up, just what what sort of one bit of advice would you give to would you give to either um, you know, guys and girls thinking about coming into the sector or, or you know, guys and girls that are in the sector thinking, oh, geez, I'm just not quite sure what to do. I'm not quite sure, you know, how I can go on. What's the sort of one one bit of advice that, that you know, you would give? Uh, okay, I would say, you know, don't think, you know, how are we going to survive this? How How's my career going to survive this? But, you know, how will you prosper? Um, and if you look at kind of Amazon and, you know, uh, uh, you know they they flourished i mean you know ridiculous uh um success over the course of this um pandemic and you know there 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 are opportunities here as we move into the new world i mean you know put a spin on your positive spin on your own training um but i suppose to to sum it up you know i would encourage people to be flexible um opportunistic and um positive and i don't mean positive in a um, group exercise, jazz hands, shouty kind of way. I mean, you know, be positive about the, you know, the opportunities and the, um, you know, the prospects to to to, to take your career in a, in a new new direction. And, um, you know, I would say, you know, look at look at this as an opportunity to perhaps, um, you know, refine and develop the parts of your career which you've, you know. Um, you know you can do you can further or, or perhaps need more work on it you know client support skills um you know improve your service 
uh, and over deliver. You know, typically in adverse economic conditions, the quality of goods goes down. So, you know, buck that trend, go against that, and you know, over deliver for your clients. Um, you know, remember for fat loss, um, it's the other 166 hours um, in the week when your client isn't training with you that's going to make the difference to their their end goal and you know that's 99% of their working week that you have an opportunity to um uh have a have an input a positive input in which they wouldn't be spending in a gym anyway yeah absolutely really really sound advice there um and really interesting and i'm sure our listeners have really loved uh, spending this uh, 33 minutes uh, with you and just listening to exactly how you've um, you know managed to adapt and have that positive mental attitude. Thank you so much, Jason, for being with us. How do people connect with you? Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I love um, hearing from trainers and you know uh, whatever. Um, so you know, if anyone wants to kind of reach out to me, um, you know, send me a DM uh, on Instagram, Jason Jackson PT. Uh, you know, if you, and if you have any questions or you know want to kind of bounce some ideas around, you know, I would I would love to love to have a have a chat with with you guys. Sharing the love, right? Because we all, we all need a bit of help and support, so that would be really nice. Thank you ever so much. It's been great to speak to you. And uh, please... can, I, can, I, can I just can I just like end on that? Sorry to sorry yeah, to cut sure. in, but um, yeah. you know there was um, you know rather than um, just. Um, um, you know, trying to snatch what you can out of life, uh, you know, help help others um, yes. would be what I would say. And, um, you know, I suppose what I mean by that, if I can give you like a practical uh, or, or an actual anecdotal example, you know, a buddy of mine, Phil, um, who his client, his corporate client is indeed, and, you know, prior to, to lockdown, he was going in there and running training sessions and, you know, dropping clinics and so on. And he put together an event and was like, called me up he's been to some of my seminars in the past and was like um you know why don't you come and do a you know do a talk here this is a, a zoom talk come and do a zoom talk uh you know for an hour um you know i'll obviously pay you for your time um and you can kind of get involved in this project and i was like you know fantastic you know love to love to get, get involved help support your brand um so we did that then portico my client came to me and was like you know yeah, we finally want to kind of get this well-being event that we've been talking about um, off the ground. This is happening on Tuesday. So I thought, right, OK, I'll get Phil back to do that. Phil can run a hit class at the end of that, you know, help raise his profile. And then I've got a buddy, Sam, who does, um, you know, uh, meditation and mindfulness practices. So I was like, Sam, um, I've got a half hour slot for you to come in and do this. Um, so, you know, everyone is kind of helping each other out and not for their own um you know, certainly not for their own, you know, uh, immediate gain, but, you know, just to kind of put other people on and give other people a chance to kind of, um, you know, uh, you know, refine their, their practice and, you know, do public speaking or whatever it may be. And, you know, I just find, um, you know, I don't know, I suppose it's just like karma, right? You know, if you just... I mean, you know, it, it's already just come to pass. You know, Phil helped me, you know, happily help him. I have a friend, Damien, was like, oh, can you can I, can I you put together some slides for my members? You know, this guy owns a, a CrossFit box up in um, uh, Kensal Rise, Northwest London. Yeah, I was like, sure, you know, sure, Damien, no problem. You know, here's some slides and sleep like you asked. So, you know, just, I suppose, put yourself out there. Um, 
you know, create content of value, you know, jump on podcasts, do our Instagram lives, reach out to corporates, uh, but, you know, coll but collaborate with your peers would be, would be my, probably my number one um, piece of advice actually to end on, you know, the last one, um, you know, being flexible and opportunistic and um, um, positive was a bit fluffy, but, you know, in terms of a, um, you know, a succinct piece of advice, I would say collaborate with people. And what's interesting, Jason, is the last um, the last few podcasts that I've done. So I did one with Katie Way, so one with Laura Biceps, and they all said exactly the same thing. Um, you know, in just in terms of collaborate, collaborate. You know, it's not the time to, you know, be um, you know working in silo. Um, so and and you were all very successful in your own right. So absolutely agree with you. Super advice. Uh, and just thank you very much. And I definitely want to speak to you again because I think uh, I think our listeners would love that. So please will you come, come back. Yeah, love to. Absolutely love to. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Take care. Thank you.